Welcome to the How to Anything podcast. My name is Nick Billock, and this podcast is all about translating my 50 or so years on this planet into stories of how to do so many things that sometimes have everything to do with each other and other times nothing at all. My goal in each episode is to tell you the how behind something sprinkled in with life experiences that have literally taken me around the globe. Thanks for tuning in. So let's get on with this episode. Welcome to episode seven of the How to Anything podcast. And this episode, this is going to be a nuts and bolts how to practical episode. So I strongly recommend grab a piece of paper, grab a notebook, something to write with, and I'm going to walk you through exactly how to self escrow. Um, I'm going to you know, reflect back to a previous episode where we were talking about building a budget, getting out of debt, the seven baby steps. But self escrow is something that we came up with, which which I believe is monumental. It is a cornerstone in um, reaching your goals, but also reducing stress and anxiety and frustration and disagreements and everything else especially if you have a significant other, a spouse, uh, what have you, where you are budgeting together to put you all on the same page and, and relieve a major stressor out of your budget, out of your life. Um, I cannot speak highly enough about the self escrow concept and what it does, but I want to walk you through it. So grab a piece of paper, grab a pen and get ready to write down your information that I will walk you right through. Uh, this is critical piece. So let's just start the basics. So escrow, what is escrow? A lot of people don't actually know what escrow is. If you have a mortgage, the most common, um, well, I would say the one of the most common things that people talk about is an escrow account. So if you have a mortgage, most likely, there is extra on your payment that is held to the side to pay your property taxes and your property insurance. So escrow by definition is a bond deed or other document kept in the custody of a third party and taking effect only when a specified condition has been fulfilled. Or I would say it is a savings pot. It's a bucket over to the side that we put money in. And then when a bill comes due, we reach into that bucket, pay the bill but we budget for it. So when we talk about building a budget, that's your monthly things. That's your electric bill. That's your, if you have a car payment, that's your power bill, that's your Netflix subscription, that's your allowance that you give yourself, that's your tithe to your local church. Uh, it's, it's all that. So that's the monthly things. But what about all of those other things? How, how about the, the water, the sewer, the trash? How about if you're part of a homeowners association and that comes once a month or once a year or trash bill, people can pay monthly, semi-annually, quarterly. And a lot of these things, especially with trash with us, it pays to pay it annually. You definitely pay the least amount of money. If you just write a check once a month or once a year, uh, you pay the least amount of money. So self escrow is the concept of figuring out what everything would be on that monthly basis or every two weeks as you build your budget for all the normal things and figure out, well, if I put 
X dollars aside. How much do I have to put aside and put in that bucket? So when those irregular bills show up, I can just reach into the bucket and pay the bill. And it's a non-emotional event. It doesn't affect it, the budget or anything because you've been putting money aside. And I'm going to actually take you right through our own personal budget. These are numbers that there's no reason to hide. Uh, they are just our, t our bills that are irregular. And I'm going to walk you through exactly what I did uh, to build this. And it's been a living, breathing document now for over a decade. I absolutely rely on it. As anything that is involving a non-monthly bill, we use self-escrow for. And recently, you know, going into real estate, I have different fees to be a part of the MLS in the local association of realtors. And those bills are actually pretty high for those memberships. And they come every six months, typically. And if I don't plan for them, if I don't budget for them, that's a major stressor, especially when I'm starting out and I'm not maybe not selling a whole lot of homes and not a lot of money is coming in, but I'm still having to be a member of those associations. If I don't budget for that, that can really shut me down. So all right, so now that we know what escrow is, which essentially is a bucket over to the, to the side that we're going to throw money into, that when a bill comes due, we reach in and take it. And that's how your mortgage works. When the property tax comes from the county and they want their money, the mortgage company takes money out of that bucket and pays your taxes. That's how it works. And then when you pay your house off, guess who's paying your taxes? That's right. That's you. So recently we had to redo our entire self-escrow because we paid our home off last July or August. So now we have to budget with every two weeks, how much do we put aside? So when that big tax bill comes that we have money that we can just reach in, because imagine if you got a one, $2,000 bill that just showed up out of the blue and you weren't expecting it. And it's a tax bill, major stress, you know, how are you going to, how, how are you going to meet that, that obligation? So Here's what I want you to do on your piece of paper. We're not going to talk about the monthly bills. Hopefully, if you've built a budget, you know what those are. We're going to talk about the things that are irregular, non-monthly. So along the left-hand side, or if you're on a spreadsheet, that's the best thing. But you can build the spreadsheet later. That's what I use. I use Google Sheets. And one of my tabs is called the self-escrow account. And here's what it looks like. I have on the left-hand side... I have my water and my sewer bill. So often you don't pay those things monthly. Maybe they're every three months. So whatever that happens to be, water, sewer bill. And what else do you have? So for us, we have a timeshare out in Colorado. I've been trying to sell that. But every six months comes a bill that's a maintenance fee that keeps that place up and running. So it's every six months. And I have a membership that goes along with that timeshare called Interval International. Uh, so we can trade our timeshare around. Uh, I have security on our home and that bill comes every six months. So on my left side of my sheet, I have a water and sewer bill. I have my timeshare. I have my Interval International and I have my security monitoring. So, so far, hopefully you've come up with a few items that are irregular and they're non-monthly. Uh, moving down my list, um, Margie, she's a nurse and she needs to have malpractice insurance. So that bill comes once a year. Uh, I live in a development 
with about 114 homes. And we pay our homeowners association fees once a year. Now, if you live in a condo association or an apartment complex or something like that, often there are fees that you pay that takes care of snow removal and lawn care, different things like that. So that number could be from $50 a month to hundreds of dollars a month. I've seen it all over the place. Uh, trash, how do you pay your trash? Usually it's not monthly. If it is monthly, you're probably paying the highest. There's probably options to pay every other month, quarterly, semi-annually, annually. Um, we also have lawn care that comes five to six times through the summer. It is very irregular, but I have figured out a way since I've been tracking this, tracking this since 2010, I can tell you every penny I've paid towards lawn care since 2010. So there's a line for that. Then of course I have my, my real estate fees and then my property tax. So write down the things that are irregular on your left-hand side of your sheet. Now, here's the concept. Somebody in your home might have more stable income than the other. You might have just one income, but you probably get paid every two weeks. You get paid once a week. Your budget have to, has to be based on something. So for me, I get paid every two weeks, which 52 weeks in a year, that's 26 paychecks. Okay, that's going to be key. So knowing what your budget is based on is key to making this all work. So if you're in every two week or you get more once a month or whatever it happens to be, the idea is that you have to figure out how much you're going to quote self escrow per paycheck, because that's going to be a line item on your budget, just like your electric bill or your, any, any of your other monthly bills, self escrow is going to have its own line, but we have to figure out what that line is. How much money do we need to put in the bucket per paycheck? So when the bills show up quarterly, once a year, every six months that we just reach into the bucket, pull out the money, pay the bill. Okay. So we've got the things along the left-hand side of your sheet. The next column is going to be, this will take a little bit of research, probably not something you can do while listening uh, to a podcast, especially if you're driving, but you want to put what is that bill when it comes? What's that average bill? It might be the same every time, but is it every three months? Is, is it every six months? I find it easiest to categorize those items on the left by their frequency. So for me, my every three months bill is water and sewer. My every six months bills are my timeshare, my security monitoring, my annual bills are my malpractice insurance, my association dues for my homeowners association, and my trash bill. And then my real estate, I have those I believe I pay those twice a year. So what those bills are, you're going to write those down. Okay, so whatever they are, that's the second column. The third column, and I would title this one annualized. You know, you're going to figure out what would this bill be if I paid it once a year? Every single bill. So if it's a water and sewer bill, for example, mine is $197.36. That is my quarterly, that's the last one I paid on January 6th, last month, or two months ago. 197.36 was my bill that came in January of 2023. 
If I were to say that's annualized, it's every three months, so that's times four. So that's $789.44. I can tell you this, when these bills used to show up and I didn't do this concept, the, the, water, and the bill, water and the sewer, they weren't together, they were separate. And they would always show up together and I wasn't ready for them, I had no budget, and I didn't know how I was gonna pay the bills, but now I do. So you're gonna see the power of this real soon. So if we take my bill, 197.36, multiply it times four, that's $789.44. That's annualized. I go right on down the line. My every six months bills, that's gonna be easy. Take for example, my security monitoring. I pay him 205.44 every six months. So if I annualize that, that's 410.88. Hopefully you're kind of getting the hang of this. And you go right on down the line. My malpractice insurance for Margie, that's easy. It's paid once a year. It's 113, 113. My association dues, $151 for the year, 151. Uh, my trash bill, I pay it once a year, 222. There you go. My lawn care, I have an average of what I paid last year, which I paid about $400 over the entire summer. So I just count that for the year. I put that in that column. And then I'm a member of the MLS in the Akron Canton Association of Realtors. And I put those fees on there once a year. And then the tax. Now this is, this is huge. Think about this. My property tax on our home. Now we live in a rural area. We're not in the city, but our taxes on our home is $4,134 per year, per year. And that bill comes twice a year. And when it shows up, they don't do it every six months. Like, like clockwork on the others, they go like four months and then like eight months and then back to four months. Why they do this, I have no idea. But instead of stressing out over what they do, I'm taking control over it by budgeting for it. So it comes twice a year, but annualized, it's $4,134. Not afraid to tell you that. If you look us up on the county website, it's public record. You can look up anybody's tax on any county in this entire country. It's all public record. So now what do you have? You have an annualized amount in your sec in your third column. You have your, your name of your bill. You have what the bill typically is and how often you pay it. And then you turn it into an annualized bill. So then you're gonna have all these high numbers and what they cost you on an annual basis. So for us, when we add up all those bills, including that $4,100 tax bill, we come up with $8,122.32. That is one heck of a lot of money when you think about not planning for it, not budgeting for it, but it's just gonna show up whenever it shows up. Now, what if you had a plan to where you put that money aside so it was a non-emotional event? The bill shows up and the, literally the next day you pay it. Like it, it, it was, it's nothing because it's completely budgeted. That's this concept of self-escrow. You are putting your, putting your money in a self-created bucket. And for us, this self-escrow account, I move money over to the right and I put it into a bucket. And, that, and that's where, it's, it's where it sits. Um, that, that money goes in there and then as the bills show up, I just sweep it back into checking and I pay for it. Um, now, $8,122.32 is the total amount. Now, remember I told you I get paid every two weeks 
which is 26 weeks. 52 weeks in a year divided by two, 26 pay periods. I take $8,122.32 and I divide that by 26 because that's how many pay periods I have. Now that number is what I will take as a line item on every budget and I will self escrow it into my savings account. So when the bills show up, the money is just there. Okay. So $8,122.32 divided by 26. I come up with $312.40. And that money gets swept over to the savings account. So when the checks show up, I just pay the bill. It's a non-event. That is the whole concept of self-escrow. So you annualize all your bills. You add them all up. Divide them by the number of pay periods that you have. And now you've created your line item for self escrow. And every time you come up with any, any bill that shows up in the mail, that's part of your non reg non regular monthly bills. You simply pay, take it out, pay the bill and it's done. You no longer stress over it. You never you don't worry about it. You're actually eager to pay it as soon as it shows up because you have the money put aside. So that is this idea of self escrow. Very, very simple. Uh, easiest if you just create a tab on your budget, on your spreadsheet, whether you use Excel or Google Sheets, which I definitely recommend because it lives in the cloud. You can pull up on your phone, any computer that you log into, and it just lives on for years and years and years. Now, another thing that I do when you create those three columns, which it really is that simple, over to the right, I put a last paid date column. And on that column, I note when was the last time I paid it, uh, how much was it? Any, any kind of notes. So for example, for my security monitoring, I can tell you that I last paid that on February 10th of 23. So I know that bill is going to show up around August of 2023. And I just leave notes like that. But other than that, it's pretty simple. So as you pay bills and say things go up, costs go up, you can go ahead and increase that. And if you make this into a formula on a spreadsheet, it will just auto correct and auto update itself so you know how much to affect your budget by. And that's it. That's the concept of self-escrow. Reduces anxiety and stress and confusion and, you know, just a lot of um, heartache when those non-monthly non bills show up in, in the mail unexpected. So now you can say, hey, when they show up, they're just a thing and you pay them and move on. So that's it. If you have any questions, uh, please reach out. Nick Billock, Realtor at gmail.com. Um, please uh, feel free to share this. And if you ever have any questions regarding how to build this, or you need a sample document, even to get started, feel free to reach out anytime. And thanks for listening. And please leave this, this whole podcast a review if you don't mind. And let me know what you think. And until next time, thanks for listening. Thank you for joining me on today's How To Anything podcast. Please feel free to share it with friends and family, and I hope you'll join me next time. Be sure to subscribe so you won't miss out. You can find me on Instagram at garageboxnick or via email at nickbillockrealtor at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to make today great.